Hi, this is Tina Anderson with Get Fit, Stay Healthy, a bi-monthly podcast focused on practical, user-friendly health and fitness tips for mind, body, and soul. This is the fourth segment in a series on my G-Fit Better Body Battle Plan Success Guidelines, part of a series focused on getting the body you want and deserve. We've covered overall guidelines, diet suggestions, and exercise tips. This segment is on emotional eating. Definitely one of the biggest reasons we cannot stick to a healthy eating pattern. A study was done with 17,000 dieters, and this came out as the number one reason they went off their diet. So here we are, the GFIT Better Body Battle Plan Success Guidelines on Identifying Emotional Eating. Let me begin by saying that this topic, like many others, is complicated, but understanding what it is and how to identify emotional eating is the first step and the most important one. Okay, big picture. Here we go. Emotional eating is a desire for food that is generally not a result of real stomach hunger, but instead brought on out of a desire to escape from an uncomfortable feeling or situation. Seems simple enough, but it really isn't. Food becomes a way, a psychological tool to deal with intense feelings or anxiety-provoking thoughts, the kind of feelings that drive you to eat even though you know better and are on a so-called diet. Bottom line, the desire to eat renders you powerless. Food has power over you. And if you give in and eat, or worse yet, binge, you feel even more powerless. But you are feeding your mind, not your stomach. And this type of eating allows us to avoid whatever it is that is making us uncomfortable. In my case, it was sometimes as innocuous as boredom. I have actually caught myself walking into the kitchen with the thought of, hmm, I wonder what kind of fun food we have to eat right now. As I took a a break from something that was truly boring to me. But I didn't have the awareness of and habit of just dealing with it. So to reenact... Here I am. Hold on. I'm going into the kitchen. Oh, box of Cheez-Its. So I'm going to open the box. I'm not even really thinking, right? Just kind of in the kitchen. I don't want to clean the toilets. I know that much. I have some emails to answer I don't want to deal with and some papers to grade. I'm just going to have this cracker. Yeah, and now I don't even have to deal with this anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to eat my food. Forget about the toilets. Okay, it's kind of hard to talk with Cheez-Its in my mouth. But anyway, so here I am, or there I was many times, have been, trying to ration out only 29 Cheez-Its because I would know that's one serving. And um, at the same time, taking a short time out from life in my Cheez-Its dance trance food land. But here's the key. After it's over, that which was making me bored was still there. And now I've added extra calories of processed junk food. I'm angry at my lack of willpower. Let me close these up so I don't eat anymore because it's bringing back bad memories. And this is a giant Costco box. That's even worse. I'm angry at my lack of willpower and the fact that I wasted calories on something orange other than carrots or something healthy. And oftentimes that was the end of the beginning of that day's healthy eating. Boredom and Cheez-Its. 
a simple example of emotional eating. I wasn't dealing with sadness, a loss, or a fight. I was just uncomfortable, and I didn't want to be. Of course, emotional eating can result in giant binges of cartons of ice cream or boxes of Little Debbies. That is truly what I would classify as big-time self-medicating. And if you've been down that road, you are not alone. Busy street, my friends, and not a joyous ride. It gives new meaning, in fact, to the phrase crash and burn. I am actually working emotional issues through a program called Shrink Yourself. I'll pass along more info on that program at the end of this podcast. The program lists eight reasons we break our diets, and if you catch yourself in the middle of any of these, you are probably eating for emotional reasons. Keeping in mind that enjoying food for pleasure or other reasons than hunger is fine as long as you are not avoiding something else by eating all the time. By the way, these were all familiar to me, unfortunately, but awareness is the first step, like I said, and this list may be exactly what you need to learn how to turn off the hunger switch that leads you to overeat. Signs of emotional hunger and emotional eating. Number one, emotional hunger comes on suddenly. Physical hunger comes on gradually. Number two, Emotional hunger creates cravings for unhealthy foods like chips or cookies rather than broccoli and broiled chicken. Emotional hunger, number three, is desperately impatient, which is why you will run to 7-Eleven at 10 o'clock at night or pull out a half-eaten donut you left in the container but still tried to throw away in the trash. And I'm not kidding. People go to extremes when pushed by emotional hunger. Physical hunger steadily grows and is manageable for quite a while. Number four, emotional hunger is often experienced after an upsetting event or emotion, even one that occurred 24 hours prior. If you are triggered, then it's not physical hunger. Number five, emotional eating is best described as mindless, almost unconscious eating. You find yourself eating cookies and don't remember how you got started and how many you've already eaten or how they could all be gone. Physical hunger is much more mindful and enjoyable. Emotional eating does not stop even after you are full. Like an addict, you need more and more to be satisfied because you're not eating for true physical hunger. You are eating to avoid and shut down. Number seven, emotional hunger is mouth hunger and physical hunger is stomach hunger. What part of your body wants the food, craves the food? Where are you getting the signal from? Physical hunger is satisfied once it's fed. Emotional hunger will provoke you to reach for something else. And the final one, emotional eating usually ends with guilt. Physical hunger simply goes away once it's satisfied. Anything sound familiar? And I'm not saying that every time you open a bag of Doritos or even rip open a bag of Doritos or your favorite organic corn chips or even scoop out a bowl of Ben and Jerry's that you are opening the door to a trance dance with the food gods. We all munch and snack just to enjoy the taste for social occasions and other valid reasons and situations. But if eating has become a way to silence your mind... When you don't want to deal with ideas, images, or thoughts, if you use food to escape like a drug on a consistent basis, or feel as though your excess body fat or weight is a result of any of the list of eight signs I just mentioned, then you probably have a problem. Whether or not you want to do anything about it, that's your call. But if it's the reason that you can't drop your excess body weight, stop beating yourself up. You need information, you need guidance, and you need support. 
and you probably aren't strong enough or have the wisdom or know-how to do it on your own. Having said that, I have a suggestion. If you want to learn more about the whys, the hows, and the how to stop the affliction of emotional eating, check out shrinkyourself.com and purchase the book, Shrink Yourself, by Dr. Roger Gould, G-O-U-L-D. He's a board-certified psychiatrist, psychoanalyst, and one of the world's leading authorities on emotional eating. I have a lot of mine under control, but this program has still been life-altering for me. And since this is not my area of expertise, I must defer to those whose it is. Shrinkyourself.com and the book Shrink Yourself by Roger Gould. And can I just say to you, if you're one of those who has this addiction to food or this issue, I've been in that desperate place. I've been frustrated, angry, wondering why I can't control my eating. I've been there with you and I truly feel your pain. But It's a battle that can be won, like all the rest, if you have the right tools. In a couple of weeks, a related topic, and one of the other major reasons why you might be failing at getting the body you want. In fact, one of the few times I found it easy to check my emotional eating at the door was during this. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss it. Until then, make good choices, set appropriate boundaries, spread some good vibrations in the world, find something to laugh about every day, and please, please, please manage your stress before it manages you. This is Tina Anderson with Get Fit, Stay Healthy, asking you to do the same. Shalom, and good luck with feeding your stomach hunger, not your emotional hunger.